This podcast is for mature listeners only. If you are an easily offended moral busybody or just essentially a spurgy tart on the internet that would just re on the cons because you do not like what I have to say, do us all a favor, get the fuck out right now. This is for people who can handle controversial topics and is not afraid to be intellectually honest and genuine about their opinions, and that also includes not spurging out whenever I say things that will not subscribe to the herd or mob mentality. Seriously though, grow the fuck up. This podcast will be summed up in this. No drama, no bullshit, just pure, honest conversations. And a very, very, very objective reality. Ideally, it would be best if we just ditched social media altogether, but hey, you're all here because I keep promoting my shit. What can you do? Neither the host nor its affiliates endorse nor incite violent or criminal activities, and please refrain from posting comments that incite violent or criminal activities. Seriously, bro, we don't need that fucking shit. And the last thing that we need is the fucking law on our asses, so please do be civil. Oh boy, I'm probably going to lose some friends as we go further along with this, but it is what it is. Jesus, welcome to Anger Mismanagement Inc., one of the only, if not the only, honest podcasts on the internet, at least as honest as it will ever get, because let's be real, not everyone is going to be honest about everything they say and they just tout the same old tired points for some brownie points. I've been guilty of that too, but normally because I'm aware of the various shit we live in reality, but now I'd say it's time we start confronting reality for what it is, and we start making the most of what we got and push forward towards a brighter future. At least, you know, make a future that is less shitty. What can you do? Okay, a less shitty version of a future and a less shitty version of ourselves. I think that's as good as it gets. Now that we got all that shit out of the way, it's time to start the podcast. Welcome to Anger Mismanagement Inc., one of the only, if not the only, honest podcasts on the internet, at least as honest as it will ever get here. I'm your host, Barracuda Edwards, and today this podcast has been recorded on February 11, 2020. With me today are my two co-hosts, you know him, you love him, uh, my acolyte and fellow fellow master of the esoteric sciences, well, rather apprentice, because, you know, we're both acolytes here, the analytic alchemist, and of course, my longtime Spurgy friend, sometimes his head is in the right place, sometimes it's elsewhere. Sometimes it's never alone, and who knows God what God knows what he's about to do. Please welcome, you know him, you love him, the lethal Spurg himself, John Peterson, or forever known as JP. What's up, everyone? It's been a while. Whew. Well, at least not. Well. All right. After that little hiccup, I think it's had time we finally get this freaking bread before I end up shoving a three-piece up Barracuda's ass. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a three-piece and an alley biscuit, man. You gotta get known with the hood lingo. Yeah, get it right, nigga. Shut up, Oh, my. Oh, my God. I guess it's off your side of... This is 138th take. So... 
hope y'all appreciate it. Yeah, man. We yeah, you better it. appreciate what we do. Yeah, man. We practically bust our ass out here for free. So be glad we're doing this. Exactly. So it's been a while since uh, me and Barracuda here last did a thing. Yeah, back in the Nuffle days, but that is all in the past. We're now going towards a brighter yeah. future, kicking off 2020 the only way we know how. Raw, unfiltered chaos. And a lot of roulette, blackjack, and liquor to go with that. And maybe a cigar. And bunnies. Fair enough. Lots and lots of bunnies. Stuffy bunnies. <laughs> lost chaos, for God's sake! Yeah. Anywho, uh, oh, so we pretty much got word that Andrew Yang kind of dropped out of the race. Really now? Yeah. Um, Thank goodness for that. Yeah. Uh, all that's left is uh, well, Kami, 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 Kami. I don't know about Tulsi Gabbard. She seems probably the only sane one in the race, but they're never going to let her through. Fake Indian. Probably going to kill herself. Yeah, probably. Creepy and of guy. Creepy Joe Biden. And who else is left? Uh, old, old man yells at Cloud. Oh, and I, I think that was the commie. Ah. Uh, you mean Bernie Sanders? And of course, uh, Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, he's the commie, because. Yeah. Or as, or as me and the Earth sign like to call him, Joe Pesci's bastard father. Oh, wow, wow, yeah. Yeah, me and him agreed on that name. God. He's got, like, a split personality on him. He'll never separate. Yeah, I got three different personalities, and we all butt heads pretty much any other day. There's yours truly, the mild-mannered, laid-back guy who'd drop everything to help someone. Lethal Spurg, a crass, classless, vulgar, vulgar piece of work. And, of course... You know him. You love him. You love to punch him in the face. Monokuma. And, or you just want to yeet him off a cannon into the sun. Believe me, I tried. <coughs> Was it another Icarus situation? <sighs> you could say that. Alright, here's the reason why Andrew fucking Yang dropped out of the race, right? He dropped out of the race because this nigga's going around squirting fucking whipped cream into his supporters' mouths when they're on their knees in front of him and shit. Yeah, they wanted that Yang Wang, bro. Like, yo, they wanted that Yang that, that Yang Bang. <laughs> so Yang Bang, what's up? We have to like the hell for this. Don't help to hell Gift tied and everything, my nigga, with a fucking $20 gift card to Bath and Body Works. You heard ah. him. Now, normally we gotta keep it quiet here, as of course I don't technically live alone, but that's a whole other story. Now, considering about yeah, the uh, elections, I'd say, yeah, none of them's got shit on Trump, except maybe Bloomberg. But you know what? He's a he's human garbage. Yeah. He is what me and the Earth sign call yeet material. You can say the same for the other candidates like Fake Indian and Old Man Yells at Cloud. Well, I'll be glad it's not uh, AOC running. I don't think she's legal to run. 
does she have her fucking papers or what? I I, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, if she's not American, if she comes comes up with the Spanish socialist shit, uh, someone needs to someone needs to uh get ice on her ass. Yo, according to Pornhub.com, she does in fact have her papers. <laughs> you don't say. Pornhub, really? Hmm. <laughs> well, Pornhub is more accurate than Wikipedia at this point. <laughs> Yo, he's not lying, folks. God, uh, chances are what we gotta do is we gotta politician has been on Pornhub at this point or another and from this point onward because with people like AOC chances are they may have sucked a dick or two on Pornhub and that's how they got famous and money for influence to run for politics I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure about this after all I'm just talking out of my ass at this point so do take this with a grain of salt after all it's just a joke I thought AOC was a bartender in a previous life. Yeah, she was, but you think she could get by with just a, with a fucking bartender's license in New York? Hell, that place is overtaxed as it is. She probably had to get her some tips and she had to do a little side hustle. Plus, you know, she probably also married like a rich dude. As our gold digging thoughts want to do. Yes. Hey, Max Wow, here. Max, where'd you come from? The world is run by Lucifer and pedophiles. I just wanted to let you all know that. Yeah, yeah. This is our our, our resident based uh based grumpy old man, Max Dean Esme, also known as Max Maria. I've I've talked to John Peterson before. How you doing, Spurg Boy? Spurg Boy. That's a new one. I'm just teasing you. I know. Uh, you are guys we actually just like giving me crap, but we're actually recording now. Yeah, man. yeah, this nigga's got like three different voices in his head. <laughs> yeah, crass, vulgar yeah, bastard, I'll... aforementioned earth sign, and yours truly. So, yeah. Check, check out uh, our stream over at uh, Gator and Frog Network. We just finished one uh, on, conspira- on on the Pizzagate conspiracy and former CIA uh, offer, officer Robert David Steele. So what are you guys talking about here tonight? Well, we're talking oh, we're, about... Oh, we were talking about how Andrew Yang... Out of the right. Yeah, he dropped out. Now we're talking about AOC probably sucking some dudes off on Pornhub. Oh, God. Not I just don't. I'm into that or anything. Yeah, but the thing about is AOC is she's a tiny us? piece of shit, yet she has also got some pretty nice tits on her. Really? Obviously, she's a, she's a paid stooge, man. No one is that fucking stupid. I mean, if she's that smart to get into politics, someone is signing her paycheck to tout all those fucking points. And you bet it's those goddamn Luciferian pedophiles, also known as the piece of shits that run our world. Yeah, we got enough alley biscuits for all of them. I was just arguing with TC Rogue about this because he thinks that even if it's all true, nothing will change. So it doesn't matter and we shouldn't care. I think he's just being a cynical, bitter atheist. And I think... uh, The more of us, the more of us who speak openly of how the up the elite work, and the more of us who push back against their fake media, and the the, the more likely it is something will be done about. Yeah, and chances are, for any uprising, they're also going to prop up control opposition to divert our the, our attention away from them, 
and start, you know, treating out a bunch of figureheads like celebrities claiming that they're going to be the ones to claim shit, but chances are, man, they are probably the inside guys trying to bring every movement down before it starts. It always happens that way. Yeah, it's it's even how the enemy like works. Ghost, man. You got, however, you like a ghost, however, the only way to win is to cash out and not play. Like, that's, that's where I'm at, right? Not play their game and basically just uh, cheat the system. And you got to be a clever. Well, I don't know what to do it, man. I've I've done some gambling, man, and uh, you know you win some, you lose some. But end of the day, I always make sure I cash out and don't leave the casino fucking broke. I don't know if you want to be a professional gambler, but okay. Uh, the, the, I, I think the bigger. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do. Unplug your TV <laughs> if you still even watch that shit. Get off of YouTube and their garbage, and look at alternative media and. Don't look at corporate media. Don't look yeah, at corporate yeah, media. That would be number one. Yeah, obviously. And then number two, you can think more clearly what's going on. So yeah, and also you know get get like a three sixty degree radar so you can watch your surroundings at all time, man. You gotta be aware of your surroundings. Can't let just shit fly by you and not notice it, right? Because sometimes, man, God can send you like a like your luck could change just like that, man. You can sometimes get good opportunities around the corner when you least expect it. That's part of the uh, training you gotta go to. It's like full contact martial arts shit. Yeah, man. It's like you gotta keep keep a fucking radar on, right? Like sometimes you get you get like uh, coincidences, which happens to me a lot of the times lately. The more uh, the more I start paying attention to shit. Yeah. So from my perspective, I I I I don't know if gambling like that. I thought that still seems like it's playing into the system. I think the I life don't itself know. is a gamble because you I'm always tend to. to uh, the way, way I see it, the life is always a gamble because you're always trying to roll dices and hope and hoping you get like a decent outcome because that's always how life will will throw you, and if you're able to stand tall about that. If you're able to go through in spite of all that, all the shit that's thrown at you, still stand tall and pretty much says, "Yo, I'm still standing, motherfucker. Try again," <laughs> and you practically are already a lucky son of a bitch. Well, I will say this much. Yeah, I've gone through a lot of shit in my life, and I am still standing. One good thing to remember is uh, when an when 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 an alien when when an enemy punches you and you go down, the most demoralizing thing is when you stand back up. Um, oh yeah, you know, big time. And, uh, Damn it! Straight but, up, man. Right. Learning to think independently and to de-brainwash from corporate propaganda is a really good thing. Oh, man, it's not just hey, listen, corporate guys, propaganda I'm anymore. Even every form of media is fucking tainted, man. You, you, it's, like, it's like with the elites, man. They're going to make sure they will divert any attention away by mixing truth with lies. And if the corporate media is failing, they're going to get some via new pundits that are from alt media as well. So you've got to be able to discern anything. That's what they tell you, because chances are they want to exaggerate shit and get people riled up for shit so people get overly emotional and start, you know, going fucking crazy with all the propaganda. So you can't really trust anybody at their words and let the actions speak for them. Amen to that. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, and of course, uh, I think one thing we could also, you know, break away from all of this is just talk about the uh, new Bad Boys for Life movie. Any of y'all seen it? Can't say I have. Nah. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much a high-paced action movie, man. They, they, it, it'll, 
it's it, pretty much all I guess to say. It's a really good movie. Uh, I recommend it. But there's one thing interesting about that movie regarding about the main antagonist being the cartel. The moment that uh, the female, uh, uh, the actress's name, uh, she used to be in this telenovela on, Telemu- on uh, Telemundo uh, uh, called uh, La Lena del Sur, which is Spanish for Queen of the South. But her name is uh, uh, let me see, let uh, me see. Cata del Castillo. Who plays like a narco witch oh. that was sort of a uh the main character like the main protagonist's ex-girlfriend they kind of had a thing thing and they now and and she now was pregnant in prison and she gave birth to a son who is now out to kill the main character for revenge against killing her sending uh her actual husband to jail i was like holy fucking shit Sheesh. yeah man mexico's fucked up man the last thing you want to do is stick your stick your dick inside a bruja without a condom. <laughs> Better yet, man, you would rather not stick your dick inside a bruja. You want to tell John that to his face? No dicks inside brujas, because if you break her heart, if you break up with her, she can fucking send hexes and make your life hell. <laughs> you got balls, Barracuda. I like you for that. No homo. True, man. Tyrell, as a resident witch, she's cool. She's alright. But when it comes to the Spanish witches like the Latinas, man, they are fucking crazy. You talking Junko tier crazy or, More like or Harley Quinn dick off crazy, crazy if you cheat on them? Crap. Yeah, I think I'd rather stay on my side of the border, thank you. Yeah, yeah, but uh, if you think that's fucked up, man, uh, guess what? Uh, the growing religion uh, of uh, pretty much veneration and possible worship of Santa Muerte. Santa Muerte? Yeah. What the hell are you talking about, Barracuda? Uh, well, Santa Muerte is basically like a new venerated saint, saint that's literally the personification of death. And basically, she's kind of growing in popularity around Mexico and parts of Latin America as well. And she's said to do a lot of things for those who, for her followers. Like uh, protection from... Like? Uh, protection from all sorts of violence and harm. Uh, uh, bless good luck. Or miracles cure illnesses. But also negative aspects in the uh, criminals and drug dealers pray to her to escape the law. And also commit death and destruction upon her enemies. She is like a literal death goddess. That has got to be the most hardcore thing I've ever heard in my life. Only in Mexico, my friend. Only in the Spanish culture would would people literally venerate death or uh, have a huge reverence for death, man. That's literally in in that Mesoamerican blood. Cause uh, even when see, the... this is why I don't mess with the cartels here in Las Tejas, man. Nah, man, they don't fuck around, man. I get out there, man. I'm liable to wind up in a ditch somewhere. Especially if one of the female narcos is, is a practicing witch. Cause chances are she prays to Santa Muerte. But the funny thing is, man, if you pray to or make offerings to Santa Muerte for death and destruction upon your enemies, she's she gonna collect. She's gonna collect she sooner or later she will always collect collect your soul and pretty much claim you once you die, sometimes horrifically. Horrible, violent way. Same with all forms of painful magic. (laughs) Yeah, man. Mexican spiritual beliefs are hardcore. (laughs) Yeah. 
She's also considered. They make the Vikings uh, look like Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, she's pretty much considered the narco saint. And uh, apparently, the guy who pretty much did the consulting anyway. of the film for uh, Santa Muerte on uh, on the request for uh, by uh, Cate del Cate de, del Castillo, the actress who plays the main villain. Uh, that because considering that a lot of the scenes take place in Mexico City, it would make more sense to feature Mexico's most popular folk saint instead of the Cuban spiritual practice. Her words, by the way, not mine. Uh, so Santa Muerte. Dang. But yeah, the the guy's name is... Uh, he's a bishop. He's a Catholic bishop and he's also... Uh, also... Uh, He's also part of the chair of Catholic Studies and the School of World Studies in the College of Humanities and Science. But uh, I don't know who, uh, from Virginia Commonwealth University. Ugh. Yeah, so he did some of the consultation for the film. About the uh, skeleton saint, man. Uh, you probably got to look at the, uh, got the link I'll send you about this. It's a film of Bad Boys. We talked about that. All right, shoot me the link, man. So now we're educating John ah, uh, on some of the hardcore aspects of, of Latino culture, which includes the, some of the spiritual belief systems. When the Mesoamericans and, and arguably most of their descendants are now mestizos because they also got European, Spanish blood inside them, and uh, Mesoamerican blood, particularly the Asiatic uh, Native American blood, a lot of their pagan practices never went away. It just got incorporated once they con converted to Catholicism. Including some of their deities that kind of became folk saints. And? Well, considering that even hardened criminals and Mexico's gangs like to pray for her for her patronage, either as protection from other violent criminals or just avoid getting arrested and shot at. Or sometimes uh, blessing them. Uh, some some sects some sex who uh, pray to Santa Muerte are just straight up fucking hardcore. And the Catholic Church is not very big on her popularity. Can you blame them? Yeah, man. A lot of people are growing into heavily on satanic shit, and anything that includes, and anything that includes blood sacrifice is satanic. So fuck off, man. Especially when it comes to well, blood, gee. which is which is fucking dangerous. Yeah, maybe you should have told Scarlet that before Shao Kahn on it on. Bonded her to the blood code. Yeah, man. When it comes when it comes to the black arts, man, it's always a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. It is pretty interesting to talk about when when we go through all the metaphysical concepts and everything that we discuss about the things and shit that goes on down south. Because uh, you know, since a lot of migrants from Latin America are coming into the United States, they also bring their beliefs then. And of course, uh, some of my family members uh, growing up in Belize, we also know some resident brujas and brujelos. Witches and wizards. Or warlocks, to be politically correct. But yeah, at this point, practitioners of magic. Of magic, That's all you know. Some of them would do rites, rituals. Most people go to the brujos or brujas. To, uh, you know, women would go there to either bless for childbirth or, uh, you know, uh, find a husband. Usually, depending how good the relationship is, is all to use. Usually, it's either love spells, destruction spells, maybe money spells, or healing spells in case people are sick and they feel like the doctors aren't doing enough. They often turn to the saint, especially uh, Mother Mary, to uh, cure cancer. And surprisingly, uh, uh, Mary is very effective in treating illnesses. Like, if you pray to her and she responds, damn, she could take care of that shit, 
no problem. And I've seen it, man. I've actually seen that shit work. Really, man? Yeah. Uh, when my brother hmm. kind of had like this, uh, when he was like little, little, uh, he had like this lump uh, on his ball, on his like uh, testicles about there. Uh, m doctor's mom think that might be favorable, and she uh, prayed to Mary for uh, uh, to get rid of that bump and uh, treat him, make him well. And uh, after that, uh, he it, it was gone. Like, legitimately, man, the the, 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 the the lump was gone. He was do doing all right. And that was before he got the surgery. And when the doctor saw that, he was impressed, man. He was just surprised by what just happened. And he told my mom, I think I gotta, I think I gotta go back to church and pray more. <laughs> Damn, Barracuda. Yeah, I'm you telling you. You your crap on this esoteric stuff. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, yeah, man. I live in Latin America. This is practically mundane, mundane for me catholics can easily get into the magic biz no problem because that practically is part of their whole lives especially lapsed catholics because we never forget we never forget our rites and rituals that thing is ingrained in our subconscious minds so when it comes to prayers rites rituals we're just naturally more inclined <laughs> to do magic more effectively than say those who grew up in protestant homes or atheist homes if you were a lapsed catholic you practically got the supernatural uh, thing down because that was part of your life if if you grew up in Latin America or in parts where Catholicism is still heavily strong. John's been to Latin America. He took a cruise to the Panama Canal, for God's sake. Ah, nice. Interesting. But yeah, man, right, if, you live around the, if you live around areas like in, say, like the Spanish areas in northern northern parts of belize or if you're like on parts of mexico guatemala honduras el salvador chances are you will see like a statue of the virgin mary of, of jesus or or of, god forbid like the growing popularity and even statues of of the skeleton lady santa muerte originally she was depicted as male like literally a saint that is typically of the grim reaper but they kind of made it more of a female because Technically, she's she was originally like a Mesoamerican death goddess. The pagan shit never goes away, away with the, with the people, man. It never goes away. That thing is part of their part of their blood. It's in their fucking blood, and blood is literally a. Uh, there's an esoteric meaning behind the blood, man. If if shit is in your blood, like ancestors that go back thousands and thousands of years, you get all their memories, all their customs. The language may be forgotten and uh, the rites and rituals, but some of the practices, man, they still carry on and the memories as well. Memories of how they used to do things. That huh. shit never goes away unless you breed it out. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. Very, very interesting. Yo, we getting esoteric up in this bitch. Yeah, man, we getting esoteric, man. You can weigh in and add some of your experiences as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Right, so Give down your I, war stories. I got some fucking war stories for you guys, right? So for the past, like, three months or so, right, I've been seeing the fucking number 33 everywhere. Multiple times a damn day. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Huh. I feel like Jesus. something's trying to tell me something. Really now. I'm a Freemason. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, man, you gotta be like 50 fucking rich to be a Freemason. 
You'll <laughs> yeah, never see a broke-ass like, nigga becoming a Freemason. <laughs> you got to be well-connected. Broke-ass well boy becoming like a Freemason? Freemason? That's a new one. Yeah. I might have others <laughs> I do not know who are also part of the, who are also Masonic members. Maybe not high up, but they're def they definitely went to the, will go to the lodges. I don't know who, though. Uh, I, I remember my, uh, my aunt telling me as a kid when I talked about the Freemasons, like, oh, we probably got, uh, oh, you probably have an uncle who's a Mason. Yeah, man. Uh, I like to keep my shit simple and on the down low, man. You can't just tell people about the occult or magic in general, man, because they'll look at you funny. They will either deal with you as either weird or strange at best, and if someone's like a hardcore Christian, like hardcore evangelical, they'll probably think you're off the devil at worst. That's why most occultists are not very keen on revealing their shit, even on social media. At least, at least uh, not if it's their actual name or faces out there, because some do like to keep their anonymity for. Her. Oh yeah, you might get burnt at the stake. Depending on where you are in the world, if people find that shit out about you. Yeah, man. Uh, Thankfully, we live like in a first in, world like country where that crap doesn't happen. Yeah, there are places like like Islamic countries that actually condemn sorcery of any kind. Yet, at the same time, uh, Sufis, they kind of do like some aspects of sorcery as well, and they're considered like a mystical sect of Islam. But majority of the Abrahamic traditions, they, they do not play nice when it comes to sorcerers wizards witches and magicians and magic ain't that hollywood bullshit either but we'll get to that in another topic topic in another episode yeah 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 you know there's a lot of cartoonish bullshit surrounding the occult that you get from hollywood that is not at all what the fucking occult is a lot of it also has to do with getting into people's heads and uh, making them see things your way by persuading them, whether it's through uh, art, medium, uh, visual me visual aid, uh, music, or just you know using like NLP shit. Or it's liter literally like either hypnosis or mind control. But you can't really change their personalities. You can only change their perception and opinions of things. And it also oh, yeah, has man. to hit them at Fucking, an emotional level. Yeah, yeah, like symbols and logos have power. A lot of fucking power. That's and why you, like, they fucking blitz people through the media with them all the time. Oh, yeah. And especially they hide a lot of the teachings inside Hollywood movies. Huh. Oh, oh, yeah. It's not a secret. <laughs> yeah, that is. I think, I think a good example of that uh, conversation we had with some... Uh, some dude and was that McDonald's? You ever notice that you see like a McDonald's restaurant everywhere, almost on every street corner, and then consider whether you like McDonald's or not. Uh, but the very thought of that McDonald's logo kind of makes you like hungry as shit, and you want to get like a Big Mac or chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, the golden arches. Gee, anywho, like I was saying. I think a good example of this came in the the Super Bowl uh, on Sunday. Of course, man. Not, not, when it comes not. to legacy sports, man, sports events and halftime shows, they will get nothing but advertisements in there and makes people want to buy shit. Because uh, right now, the, the form of energy today that is considered uh, transactional when it comes to either uh, manifestations or getting things is money or currency at that matter. Back then, it's just like mm -hmm. ordering trading goods. Um, 
the hardcore shit, it's not necessary like the old ways anymore. A lot of the modern days, you just, you know, write someone a check and they'll do shit for you. Not saying that uh, some of the sick fucks in power still do some of the most debaucherous things like child rape, child sacrifices, blood offerings to Moloch and shit. But, you know, they still make those fucking blood packs with those dark, dark, dark entities and shit in exchange to maintaining the power structure in places as well. But, you know, that kind of shit is also a double-edged sword and it's gonna have a fucking cost. Messing with some of that dark shit ain't fucking game, you know? It, it's gonna be a fucking wild ride at the end, and they're gonna pay the fucking price, whether in this life or the next. Either by human hands or non-human hands. Clock's ticking, motherfuckers. Yeah, but anyway, it was during the halftime show where John kind of pieced out because he cut his losses on placing finding the remote, which later he saw was underneath the, uh, underneath the chair his old man was sitting on. And one of the and one of the guys in the comments of one of Officer Adam's vids, get this. He thought that John had this like soul sense, and that's why he peaced out because it cringed his soul a lot. Damn. Like, uh, yeah. How how exactly did that was that possible, man? I don't know, man. I was just following my gut at the time because I'm a big fan of DeGeneres. Yeah, uh, my advice you probably need I even to told the guy in a reply that I didn't even have a spiritual. You, you, you said what? I told the guy I didn't have a spiritual in our little convo. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, apparently, the more aware you are, the more you start paying attention, the more you start cultivating your soul and your senses. To the point where you can anticipate events or, uh, to an extent, it, with the right intent and unrelenting will... You could actually manipulate events to your advantage, like like literally manipulating events around the world or within your area to get a favorable result. But the thing is, without, uh, if you don't know how to focus yourself and how to ground yourself, it's like playing dice. At Playing dice at best and uh, Russian roulette at worst. Yeah, that's why a lot of niggas who are in power are students of dudes like fucking Crowley and shit. And Crowley and guys like Crowley and Israel Regardi are, uh, they, they never really went far other than a few books after their deaths, right? Because a lot of them were heavily yeah. drug addicts and straight up sexual deviants, like straight up perverts that couldn't keep it in their pants. And they just get into a lot of debauchery shit. Like the more and more depraved you get and the more uh, you get into depraved shit, you sort of get like that fucking demonic stench on you for life and it'll be hard to get rid of. Oh, yeah. And that also explains why John goes after deep state goons, communists, pretty much anyone he doesn't like. They got that demonic scent on them. And you can smell that a mile away. Yeah, man. I, like, in case people are starting to show, like, an, a complete aversion to, like, holy stuff, the sacred, divine, or even, like, starting to say a lot of shit about Jesus, chances are they got a demon latched onto them. Like, not like saying, oh, screw this or screw that, not mild. Like, legitimately just completely antagonistic to religious things in general. Full-on antagonistic like they want to fucking destroy it. Yeah, John's more of a neutral party on that. He's not good. He's not evil. He is, as he said, a marketer of chaos. Yeah, uh, and... and business is, is good. Oh, yeah, business is good. But it's sort of that, uh... 
Like, I want to be objective about shit, man. You don't want to be antagonistic about religion, but you also got to call out religious hypocrisy for it is. Because, you know, religion on its own is not a bad thing. It's just some people tend to get overly dogmatic about shit, and they tend to uh, get in over the head because they can't seem to put their ego to the side for a second. They can't seem to uh, think rationally about it instead of just getting heated in the moment, start saying shit they might regret, or they just basically act irrationally and fear like, uh, like, uh, and the thing is that's also what the demons want. They also want people to get overly dogmatic with, with the religions as well. For example, if I were the devil, I would, if I were the devil, hypothetically, I would infiltrate every power structure in existence whether it's the scientific community government agencies and including religious organizations every single one i would want to get control over and subvert it and and a more way to manipulate people to do my bidding that's exactly what i would do if i were the devil but you're not you're a sleazy casino owner slash radio yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I, yeah, man. That was actually a good comeback, Mono. <laughs> oh, I learned it from watching. So hey, I learned from the best, okay? <laughs> uh, joking, yeah, joking aside, I don't actually own a physical casino. I own like a fake one that throws fake money for fun inside a Discord server. <laughs> and meanwhile, I work for a, for a sleazy beverage administrator in a fake casino in a fake town. <laughs> I'll joke. Yeah. Yeah. All joking aside, we could probably get everybody with uh, an Adonis, Adonis Paul's people and uh, start finding like uh, untapped land and actually making a real Las Tejas town. Like we make Las Tejas for real. Huh. We got the manpower. We just need yeah. the resources and uh, organizational skills to make Las Tejas a thing. And the cash. And the cash. Yeah. Definitely the cash. Yeah, we got all the alley biscuits in the world we could possibly need. Yeah, uh, the question is, though, where where, in which part of America should Las Teas be held? Really? That's a good question. That is the stupidest. Southwest in the desert. Oh. All right, I, I, I vote for the barren wilderness or the desert. <clears throat> Maybe the desert. I mean, I, I already live in Nevada. I mean... Why not have two gambling towns? <laughs> or three, if you count Reno. Summer unanimous, then. Summer unanimous, then. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It depends what are the requirements and the permits you need and uh, some of the legal shit to make a town official. Uh, until then. Until then, Las Teos. All part of AP's head. Yep. Speaking uh, of AP... I He's now streaming on Twitch and on DLive. We'll be sure to leave a link to uh to the blunt stream very soon. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to send it on Twitter, man. I I have a tab open for that. I'll shoot the link on Twitter. Because some bad's always going down in like that. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just wanted to say fuck a nigga named Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go yeah, applesauce in some old folks' home. Yeah, he he's too old to run, man. He he cannot expect to do all this shit and not have like a fucking stroke. <laughs> yeah. He did have a heart attack one time. I think that's a sign for Bernie to say, "Hey, you're too old for this shit. Retire. Retire to your one of the lake houses that you robbed out uh, robbed millions of dollars out of taxpayer money to get." 
and a shit ton of pensions. Hold on. I got to drop the mic on that one. Ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've also been keeping tabs on the coronavirus thing for quite some time now. And now Corona Chan's got 45,182. That's total confirmed. But, like, a body bag count? No. The body bag counts at 1115. Hmm. And how many are treated? Uh, nearly 4,800. So if you want the actual uh, count, 4,793. Yeah, the thing about the coronavirus is that I think that's also pretty, pretty much being exaggerated by the media. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, serious. it's like they're trying to they're 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 trying to promote like this apocalyptic mindset, the sort of this apocalyptic age thinking thing. Oh, this is the end times. We're gonna get panic. We're gonna start. People are gonna get emotional. Start you know getting in heated moments. Start voting for shit that may be straight up unconstitutional, and then we regret it later on. But what would I know? I'm just an idiot that likes to run his mouth off. You're just a sleazy casino owner with a radio show. Yeah, that's my line, you jerk. All right, you can have it back. Relax, he hasn't trademarked well, it yet. I have a feeling you and Al. I think oh, I, you I haven't trademarked you and... it yet. <laughs> I have a feeling you and Monokuma are gonna get along quite well. And... Look, man. But I do. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you like this, right? Always, and I mean always, carry an alley biscuit in your back back pocket when shit hits the. Mm. Yeah, but when it comes to this esoteric stuff, John's about as subtle as a bull in a china shop. Well, you gotta start training. Yeah, man, you gotta. That's what I keep telling John, but he keeps tuning me out. Why would I want to listen to a maniac for advice? Got me there. You gotta learn from. You gotta start listening from those who's been doing it for like uh, twenty years. Hell, even those with five years' experience would make a difference. <laughs> oh yeah, you also gotta know what is their values, like what's their moral stances on various issues, and uh, are they, you know, decent and not shitty people, even with the experience. That's also something you gotta take into account, cause there. Let's not lie, there are some occultists that are just straight up narcissistic as fuck and there are some people who are also chilled as well it's just how people are so you know it is what it is as for tyrell i don't know how long has she been a witch but anyway is she the one in your server yeah yeah one who has it out for uh josh for some reason yeah i don't know the history behind there but either way, uh, either way, with Tyrell Chen, who's pretty much our resident witch in the server, I'm pretty sure she and Diva will make good friends. Yo, my nigga B and E, have you checked out uh, um, Lavette's channel yet? I think I linked you a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Maybe I have, but I can't really remember. You're in for a treat, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I found a diamond in the rough when it comes to her channel. Like, yo, uh, what you just said, like, li like, go learn from people like who have like 20, 30, et cetera, years of experience in esoteric shit. Yo, 
She's a fucking OG, my nigga. <laughs> like a double OG, potentially. Ooh, we gotta have her on. Yeah, speaking of OGs. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, and speaking of allies, Sean's got himself a little inner circle, including myself and Corona-chan. And Gregor said he You banged her yet? He doesn't trust a lot of people. What? Uh, did you bang Corona-chan? I didn't. I swear. One of these days, John lo John's love of violence is going to get him killed. Yeah, uh, chances are uh, Corona Chen is also a deaf goddess. So he's basically screwing the viral equivalent of Santa Marie? Uh, no, of uh, Santa Muerte. Whatever. Okay, let's you know see what we've right? had over the past decade. We've had Christ Chan, we've had Ebola Chan, we've had Corona Chan... Earth Chan, what is it about Nibba's personifying and moifying uh, objects and uh, viruses and, uh, you know, uh, beliefs, man? Like literally making uh, personifications of them into cute anime girls. What is it about, about the idea of fetishizing all these things in existence into cute anime girls? Now they want to make, uh, make waifus out of ships, make waifus out of uh, airplanes. <laughs> Making white food out of animals. <laughs> what the fuck is that, man? I, I see a lot of repressed I'll tell you sexuality. what it is. I I'll tell you what, yo, it's definitely that. <laughs> but, yo, I'll tell you what it is. Yo, it's a sign, a clear sign that the age of Aquarius is upon us. So, the age of Aquarius is hearkening uh, cute anime girls. Essentially. <laughs> And we're practically creating like small mini deities out of these objects using the cute anime girls as like small deities and sort of thought forms and egregores and shit, right? Hey, I'll take anime waifu goddesses six ways to Sunday if it means not having to put up with emo teenage vampires again. God, oh. I hated that crap. Oh man, that shit is like 20 years ago, man. Uh, uh, by the way, have you heard that uh, one of the stars from edgy emo teenage vampire shit is now trying to uh, play Batman in the 2021 The Batman film, right? Does our good friend Bobby have the chops to play billionaire Bruce Wayne and brooding vigilante? I don't know. I mean, he's done smaller independent films, so I never watched watched them. One fucking movie was all it takes to yeah. find him and he gets typecasted. <laughs> But can but can our good friend Bobby redeem himself? Tune in at six. Yeah. What about you, Barracuda? What do you think? Why do you think people are anime buying if that's even a real word? And if not, it is now. Suck my friggin' nuts. Because relationships. Why are, are they mollifying everything? Because they because a lot of them aren't getting laid. And I don't blame him, man. Today's relationships are fucked up to maintain. A lot of attention, a lot of energy. Yeah. Case in point, the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard fiasco. Yeah, that with bitches like Amber Heard, I can see why a lot of men are gonna would rather stay single than get into a fucked up relationship. And Jesus, man, feminism has fucked everything up. From uh, marriages to... Uh, to our fucking economy, to growth of big government. Oh, shit, man. Amen. <clears throat> Straight the 
<laughs> Straight I mean, the hell not, up, brother. I mean that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just, just reality, man. It's got nothing to do with our personal biases. Sure, we like to dick, dick around and exaggerate shit, but we just gotta tell the truth as it is, man. We're just being serious and legit here. I mean, look at history. Look at uh, look at how female nature. Look at how everything, uh, everything, and how power plays, man. Because when it comes to choosing mates, women have all the power. Men don't get shit. It is what it is. Uh, 80, 80, uh, 20% of men will get 80% of the women. Uh, to translate what Barracuda just said into English for all of you people who aren't into the esoteric. I ain't Don't saying she's a gold digger, but I'm saying that she ain't gonna hang around with a broke nigga. Oh yeah, that too. Right up. I mean, a lot more people are going after waifus. But the market's pretty saturated. Yeah, I think we got like about 500,000 waifus now. Sheesh, 500,000? Yeah. Man, anime has been around since after World War II, like, after the Allies bombed the shit out of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and manga as a medium was used as sort of a counterculture and a sense of outlet for the frustration and anger after seeing their two precious cities bombed to absolute hell. Yeah, a lot of great things emerge from, you know, horrific tragedies. Kind of funny how that works. Uh, may, they've made waifus even out of the old shit. They'll probably make waifus out of even American cartoons, modifying into some cute. Probably made a waifu out of Hello Kitty. <laughs> You're not oh, wrong. It wouldn't God surprise help me, us if that were the case. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The internet is home to a lot of degeneracy. Speaking of degeneracy, yeah. did you see what PETA did to that Chrysler? Yeah, I saw. I was like, what did Chrysler ever do to you? Well, other than hosting some kind of ski race in the middle of a goddamn in the middle of a goddamn snowfield. Hey, it's PETA. Anyway, well, PETA PETA tried sending furries to lift a sledgehammer. You know how heavy those things are, right? Yeah, real yeah, really heavy. And besides, Triple H has trademarked the sledgehammer. He should sue them. <laughs> yeah, but Shao Kahn has lifted a warhammer with one hand, whereas it took two of his guys to just carry the stupid thing. <sighs> what? It's not really that funny. Well, I firebombed a group of seven furries in 2013. <laughs> this man did what? Oh, oh, this is the kind of story I want to hear, man. Do tell, do tell. Give us the details. <clears throat> a remark that awesome usually comes with a story. <laughs> yeah, I got a story, right? Yeah. So I went to my first ever anime convention in 2013 out in Boston, right? And it was a good time, good time, right? Cool people, cool, cool. Uh, I'm on my way out of the ass cosplayers? Yo. Yo, I'm on my way out, right? It's like midnight, and it's my second day. We still have a we, we still have a third day to go. It's for the entire weekend. But yeah, I'm on my way out. It's midnight, and there's a group of furries. I didn't know what furries were at the time, but they were niggas, full-grown, mature-ass adult niggas in fucking dog suits, cat suits, rabbit suits, right? And there were like seven or eight of them huddling in like the fucking corner by the entrance. And I'm walking out, minding my own business. One of them just so happens to turn and flip me off. 
So I'm like, I'm not going to take that from a nigga in a fucking fursuit. So I flipped him off back twice as hard, right? And they jumped me. <laughs> Yo, no bullshit. They jumped me. Now, I know what you're thinking. Seven niggas on one nigga. That was a problem. Kind of, sort of, but not really. Yes, they jumped me, but because they were wearing fursuits, the impact of their kicks and shit was, you know, like, fairly padded. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yo, so, what the, the, all right, here's where they fucked up, right? I wasn't really all that hurt. I was more so pissed off and annoyed by the fact that I just got jumped by a bunch of niggas in fursuits, right? As anyone would be. And I get up, right? I'm like, all right. And then they go back to doing what they were doing. I called my friend. I tell him what happened. He barely believes me. <laughs> yo, I can't blame him. And I tell him, yo, I need a ride, right? I'm stranded here. Fucking furries jumped me. They took my bus ticket and shit, right? He's like, all right, I'll be right there. 20 minutes later, pulls up, right? Uh, loops around the building in his car, and he has a fucking Molotov cocktail. And he's like, you're going to get your revenge. <laughs> yo, <laughs> you're getting your revenge tonight. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're getting your revenge tonight, son. I'm like, yo, let's do it. I have no qualms with this at all. So, like, we like this shit, right? We speed by the fucking furries, and I yeet that shit out the fucking window into the middle of them. The shit just fucking explodes. It's like a bottle rocket. And, yo, we're driving away, and all we see is a bunch of fucking furries that are, like, partially on fire, running around screaming. <laughs> I firebombed. We gotta come up with a new nickname with you, Double A. We we gotta call you the, the Furry Burner, or better known as Analytic Alchemist, the Furry Slayer. No, 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 sounds too sexy. Yo, I fire Analytic Alchemist. You are a true American <laughs> hero. I tip it to you. Holy shit. <laughs> I firebombed a group of furries at midnight, my nigga, in the middle of downtown Boston. <laughs> yeah, and if, and if anyone's been to <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> yo. So uh, what happened I, yo, to the furries after that? Did a lot of them had to go to the hospital, get like burn well, treatment and shit, or did the furry suits protect them? Yo, we don't know because like we sped the fuck off at like fucking 60 right <laughs> and but i will tell you this on our way back when we we're passing over the highway to go back to uh to go back to my crib uh an ambulance passed us by and it was speeding in the opposite direction from where we came from so that may or may not have been for them <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> There may there may or may not have been some furries who suffered either second or third. Lord. It depends. Yeah. Now I bet players. those furries learned not to screw with you after that. <laughs> Just know, if you jump me and I survive, I'm firebombing your ass. Straight up. Yeah, oh, man, better we got, than we gotta get, Man, if you ever come to Vegas, man, we gotta get beers together. For real. <laughs> Yo, that would be a time, right? Because, yo, I, I swear to you, right? A nigga B&E, right? Fucking Alley Biscuit. Molotov cocktails up in this bitch. Plenty yeah. of them. And cold, cold, Jeez. cold beers. Plenty of that. 
If I see furries yeah. though, you gotta like restrain me because I, I I get like PTSD from that shit. Uh, relax, man. Nevada's a fucking desert, man.Obody in the fucking right mind would wear a fursuit either low weather 40 degrees or hot summers at 110 degrees. You gotta be a fucking idiot to wear a fursuit in Nevada summers. I feel you. Mm. And even if they do jump you again, they're dead. All right, if or they jump, I okay. wish they're dead. All right. Look, if they if, if if it was the same group of furries and they jump me again, I'm not going back with a Molotov cocktail this time. I'm going back with a fucking medieval battle axe and I'm taking names. Jeez. Whoa. Now that's what I call hardcore. Why couldn't you just folks. use the battle axe in the first life? <laughs> Yo, you won't see furry heads rolling down the sidewalks of downtown Boston. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Alchemist and that, that destroy your yeah, like a game of Donkey <laughs> And then I'm gonna have me right. I'm gonna call up my nigga B and E here, and we're gonna play a game of fucking soccer with their heads. <laughs> He's kidding. He's kidding, <laughs> folks. This is all. This is all good. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally kidding. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna take one of their heads, maybe two. It depends on how we're feeling that day, right? Depends on the location of the sun and the sky, because that's how I get down. And we may or may not take a visit to Mexico. Right, and roll their heads down the fucking pyramid stairs like they did back in the day. Oh, polka talk? Yes, yes. Well, we'd be either celebrating or appropriating Maya culture. Either <laughs> way, those furs. Anyway, furs from here to Long Island is gonna not be talking about Maya. I have a theory about furries, my niggas, right? And it goes like this. Furries were created on fucking Plum Island in a test tube. So basically, we just got along Island, where Scooby is. Or, or, or furries are him. the products of mega spurgs <laughs> that their dads did not beat their asses at all in childhood. You're damn straight. Like, my dad saw me as a grown-ass man wearing a fursuit, he gonna disavow me right there. And he probably beat my ass for it. Followed by me probably taking a flight to Vegas and punt kicking you right in the nut. And rightfully so. Followed by Adeline probably firebombing you. Yeah, damn straight. All right, listen, if, if one of your niggas, right, catches you in a furry suit and they don't firebomb you or at the very least kick you square in the balls, are they really your nigga? No. Because chances are they exactly. bitch-ass niggas too and they love wearing fursuits as well. Yeah, apparently there's a huge pedophile problem in the furry community, so I feel like that justifies my actions. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because we all You know, are doing God's work, good sir. Yeah, man, because we all know furries are not humans. They've for, forsaken their humanity long ago. Therefore, any semblance of brutality is completely justified. And of course, we're being hyperbolic here, so... Yeah, no one takes this, sh this podcast seriously, but we not are... Not Tim Pool-level hyperbolic. By the way, I got a theory about Tim Pool, guys. Oh, sure, man. You know that stupid beanie on his head? Mm-hmm. Well, I like to think it's injecting soy directly into his brain. Giving him that milquetoast fence sort of thing. It's like Bane with his venom pack. I feel like there's a lot of legitimacy to that theory. <laughs> what makes you say that? Well... Let's think about it. He's basically like Double D. 
from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. That shit stays on his head. Uh-huh. What's underneath it? Probably injection markers. Yeah, and scars. <laughs> you, it, like, he'll walk up to you right when the fucking cameras go off. Like, you want to know how I got these scars? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Ah, jeez, we are going to hell for this. In a handbasket, gift wrapped in everything. But chances are, hell is coming to Earth. If nobody gets their shit together. Like literally, this is literally the part of our satanic overlords bringing hell to Earth. You're damn straight. And a lot of it, a lot of the world is already in hell. Yeah, like... At this point, we may as well say, hey, you know, like, you shouldn't be afraid of going to hell, because, like, we're partially already there. Yeah, that's huh. so true. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, where on the street is, Mortal Kombat 11's Combat Pack 2 is going to have Tita, Havoc, and Michael Myers from Halloween movie. And that's on top of Shiva, Fujin, and Ash, Evil Dead movie. Hmm. Hmm. John, you're the MK expert, right? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? It'd be pretty dope if, uh, if the fourth member of the OG Slasher crew end up getting in. Wait, Barracuda, where is he going with it? Hmm, no clue, man. I haven't really kept up with Mortal Kombat as of late. Been, you know, been, uh, you know, working. Hmm. Wait. Hold on. Eddie was in Mortal Kombat 9. Jason and Leatherface were in that. Oh, oh yeah. It's all coming together. What the Warner Brothers wants to do like a uh like a serial like a slasher movie shared universe. Now they want to get Freddy Krueger on on this shit back. Yeah, Freddy was in 9. Jason and Leatherface were in MKX. Now we got friggin' Terminator, Joker, and Spawn. And now they want Michael Myers and Ash? Hmm. Hmm. What else from that leak did you get wind of, John? Oh. Oh. MK11 is going to have an ultimate edition on the uh, next generation console. You know, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have, uh, Wanchi, Serena, Cyrax, and Sector. Hmm. Awfully quiet. Yeah, uh, usually, uh, we're not, I don't know if we talk about nerd stuff around the podcast, but whatever, right? Maybe we might, but who knows? But anyway. Depends on what's on our minds here, right? Okay. Yeah. So let's get back to talking. It looks like Double uh, A has been quiet for a while. Uh, wondering if he'll weigh in on stuff, but uh, I think we pretty much went as far as we could with today's episode. So we might as well wrap up with more oh, uh, talking about the esoteric stuff, right? Anyway, I think we're going to go talk about the final point, which is more on the esoteric side of shit, right? We can finish it off there. Yeah, let's wrap this let's sucker up. 
let's move on with this shit, right? And um, <clears throat> to clarify, fucking nigga named Andrew Yang, fucking nigga named Bernie Sanders, right? Fucking nigga named Tim Pool. All right. Fuck all those niggas. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, concluding about the notion of a uh, uh, Santa Muerte. Oh, God. I, I hope they don't make her into a cute anime girl, too. If they all do, right. John's probably going to not. If they do, they'll have to meet the same fate as those furries did. And I will drink to that, boys. Yep, yep, so true. Don't, don't, don't moify a a literal deaf goddess that is so popular by by a bunch of Hispanics, especially especially Los Brujas and Brujelos, that pray to her for doing all sorts of shit. And you never ever fuck around uh, by making offerings to such a spirit because, guess what? Santa Muerte. You're dead. You're dead if she collects. Yeah. Pretty much, you fucked if she collects, man, because if, if you pretty much use her for, like, baneful magic and wish death and destruction upon your enemies, or for anything else that seems Yeah, she's minor, gonna collect, brother. Yeah, she's like the literal Grim Reaper and shit, man. You know, when you make packs with spirits like that, they're gonna collect your ass. Yeah. Real talk, it's give and take in this shit. <laughs> Yo, better realize when it's time to cut your losses. Yeah, uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch, especially when you start making offerings and doing rites for specific kinds of spirits. Well, spirits in general, but it depends uh, what kind of spirit you get. You hope you don't get the wrong kind of spirit because when you start doing like rites and rituals to invoke spirits or evoke spirits, you don't know exactly who's gonna come at your door. <laughs> You are not Preach. wrong, good sir. Yo, pretty much. <clears throat> Yo, I still think we should erect, like, we should make it mandatory for fucking Planned Parenthood and shit, right? To erect a statue of that bitch being cradled in the arms of Moloch and place it outside of every single fucking PP facility. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. Yeah, that would probably <laughs> fuck with their heads up a little more. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just a little bit. <laughs> and for context sake, are we talking about the demon Moloch or the Mortal Kombat character? Of a demon. Yeah, man, we talking about that. We talking about that demonic ass nigga. Yeah. Yeah, Moloch's a bitch. Kick kicked his ass already, and he should stay down. Yeah, Moloch's a Moloch's a few rungs higher than communist on my yeet. What he is? Yeah. But I think there's also another uh, Spanish uh, magic system that, that's very popular in Cuba and probably Puerto Rico. I don't know about that. And it's called Santeria. Oh, yeah. Hollywood's given that religion a bad rep, brother. Santeria. According to Wikipedia, she's a goddess of life. Not that one. Okay, Santeria, also known idiot. as Legla de Ocha or La Lega de Ifa or Lukumi, is an Afro-American religion of Yoruba origin that developed in Cuba among West African descendants. Santeria is a Spanish word that means the worship of saints. So, Santeria is influenced by a, by a, a synchron, by syncretization of Roman Catholicism, and its sacred language is the Lukumi language, a remnant of the Yoruba language composed of a lexicon of words and short paraphrases 
that is used in rituals but no longer spoken as a vernacular and mostly not understood by practitioners. So it's Afro-Cuban religion. And man, there's also witch. Mm. There's almost there's almost witchcraft whenever a lot of the a uh, lot of the syncretization with the Catholic faith and the local rites and spirits. It's happened all the time for over 500 years since the moment the Spanish has settled into the West Indies. Alrighty then. Santeria is a system of beliefs that merges aspects of the Yoruba religion brought to the New World by enslaved Yoruba people along with Christianity and the religious of the indigenous people of the Americas. In addition to uh, Cuban spiritism which developed from Alan Kardec spiritism, the Yoruba people carried with them various religious customs including a trance and divination system for communicating with their ancestors and deities, animal sacrifice, oof! And sacred drumming dance. Yeah, animal animal sacrifice sacrifice is a bad idea, man. I know the Jews used to do it in the past, but there's a reason why nobody should uh, sacrifice animals to offer to spirits, man. That shit is just going to add up to your fucking karma. It's going to fuck your shit up if you... I'm kidding, man. You're damn straight. Yeah. Yo, if you're going to sacrifice an animal, at least make it a fucking furry. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Sacrificing furries? Not the baddest, not the worst idea I've ever heard. (laughs) Yo, I have a fucking hate boner for furries. Like, uh... okay, so seriously, man, you cannot ever use blood in rituals. That's like a big no-no. That is bad civilization, right there. Nah, because if you start fucking blood, you'll get spirits latched onto you, and they can fuck your shit up. Yep. Yo, I. I, I'd know about that. I fucked around a couple of times this past year. Mm-mm. Never again. I've learned my fucking lesson. Uh, did you went through a lot of uncrossing yeah. and, uh, you know, banishing rights? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I made sure to get that shit done. I had to cleanse myself. Yeah. It's like Cube said in that song. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of uh, of, of all all of us, a lot of us are pretty much well versed with the esoteric and manifesting sciences. But even we agree that yeah, some of the shit is pretty dangerous and should not be attempted. Yeah, some aspects is a big no no, absolutely not. If you're gonna do it anyway, you gotta you gotta do your fucking homework. Do your fucking homework and ground yourself and get your shit together first. Yeah, these niggas out here thinking they can break open like a fucking Ouija board or some shit and fuck around with it. And ain't shit gonna We're happen. looking at you, J-Station. Yeah, I don't know who you is, J-Station. I don't know who you, that nigga. is either. <laughs> uh, it's just some punk who thinks he's all that just because he's got a YouTube channel and a freaking cell phone. But yeah, man, the Latin region, there's a lot of magic in that area. A lot, Practically the door between the mortal world and the spirit world are kind of on the same level. And it's pretty much considered like mundane shit, right? Because um, back in Belize, we were very well aware about the local f- local spirits that, that dwelled in the rural areas. And sometimes uh, we know about the Cadejo, uh, uh, El Duende, La Leona. Interesting folklore if you, if you look them up, man, because... Uh, I remember. I remember. My mom told me about the story when my grandpa encountered uh, La Llorona when he was out. Mm. Uh, he was out drinking. He was drunk. He encountered La Llorona, and uh, he he went down with a fever for a couple of days. And she likes to hang around near rivers and uh, lakes in the dead of night. Usually, a drunkard. Her prayer usually drunk men or men who have been unfaithful to their wives or spouses or significant others. Those are the kind of people they preyed upon. 
kind of people she preys upon. No matter where you go, the store is always the same. So she's a whore. Uh, more like a more like a disgruntled widow because a uh, story about La Llorona is that she was once like a woman who had like two kids. Her husband left her with another woman and so aggrieved and distraught that she uh, she drowned her own two children in the river. Realizing her mistake, she uh, she drowned Christ. herself as well. And then when she died, her soul never passed on. So she became a spirit, and she would hunt any unfaithful man that that comes that comes to her. Yeah, man, it's fucked up. Damn. Well, shit. I guess if you liked it, you should have put a fucking ring on it. You are not wrong, brother. Or or use a condom. <laughs> use a condom. Yo, yeah. Yeah, use like a triple... Or just not hook up. End of story. Ah, the monk stance. An equally valid answer. (laughs) Yo, as a recovering degenerate, I I approve. Thanks. Because degeneracy is pretty much a fucking drug addiction. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, so is eating communists. (laughs) That's a good drug drug addiction. Yeah, communists, demons, furries. Now, if you got a commie, just take him to my nigga B&E here and he'll fire up the chopper. No problem. Yeah. Choppers? Really? How uncultured are you, Double A? Look, I firebombed a group of furries, alright? So so you could have the right to vote. (laughs) (laughs) He's a vet. Respect. He's a veteran of the furry war. I do respect him. Don't get the wrong idea. Sheesh. Oh, man. But man, what a world. Never also another important lesson. I, I, I agree with Martin Lewis on this, man. Uh never ever fuck a witch without a cond- condom. Yeah. Or better yeah. yet, uh, unless better yet, you might want to steer clear off most occult. Mm. Yeah, a lot of them are hot, but especially the Latino witches, the Latina brujas, if the young ones, they are fucking crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and I'm talking about Hispanic yeah. male myself, man. I can tell you, man, Latinas are the craziest. <laughs> Yo, you're not wrong. One of my How best friends. Is John here? Yo, one of my best friends is Latina, right? And she's into fucking astrology and shit. She's a novice, but yo, she's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> yo, she called me up in the middle of the night, like last month, and she was talking about some like, yo, how, like, what's the pattern of blood that I need for this ritual? And I'm like, yo. That, I'll talk to you in the morning. Stop that shit. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yo, I gotta ask you, Beanie. What is it with yo people and blood rituals and shit? What the fuck is it, man? I don't know, man. A lot of a lot of that shit. We used to do it in the Mesoamerican, like back in the ancient Maya and Aztec empires. Blood magic was kind of the norm, man. Like sacrificing niggas on altars, carving their heart out. Blood is <laughs> practically shit. Whole shit, man. Because we can literally travel to the underworld by just going to a cave. And now it seems that the old let me, let me, let me, let me see what Alex Jones is making a comeback under the guise of Santa Muerte. Well, let me see what my nigga Alex I mean, Jones has I mean, to say about the this. The Mayan and Aztec people, uh, they have like uh, nine different death gods. Death yo, at least they have yeah, election right. This is this is Baskin Robbins, yo. Fucking yo, thirty. What is it? Thirty-two different flavors or something. Thirty-one different flavors. I, I heard it was thirty-three ever since the Freemasons infiltrated Baskin Robbins. <laughs> 
I'm not surprising, man. Uh, they added an extra me. flavor. It's called enlightenment. There's like Luciferian symbolism almost everywhere in our corporate logos. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. A lot of occult. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's occultism Yo, we have to, like, in our make music a, like, industry, a... occultism in our film and television, even occultism in our uh, video games. At least the triple A ones. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, we got to make like a podcast one of these days explaining like how a lot of that shit <clears throat> has been hijacked. We got to make a pod podcast about that. Yeah, hijacked and corrupted to the point that they can't even be used anymore because most of their the most of people's subconscious minds sort of equated to the negative aspects of this shit. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should end the podcast right here. Okay, this has been the Anger Mismanagement Podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening to this. Please subscribe, uh, share this with your friends and enemies. And of course, thank you, Analytic Alchemist and JP, for being on here today. We got to do more podcasts like this real soon. You could pop by, ask us any questions in the comments, assuming there is. And no, we do not charge money. Any, and we won't be charging money anytime soon unless, you know, I want to do some passive income shit. But chances are... This podcast is free to hear because guess what? I do have a steady income and I'm fine with it as it is. This is just a hobby. So follow us on Twitter. Drop by on our Discord because you're getting the normie privileges. Uh, like this page and subscribe, motherfuckers. And I'll see you all on the next podcast. This has been Barracuda Edwards signing off. Now get the fuck out of my side. We got shit to do.